question to get us back on track then. Okay. Are you, uh, have you gotten invited to, you must have by now. Have you gone to any of your high school reunions? Um, no, I don't know if I've ever been invited or. I feel like if you don't know if you've been invited, that means you won, right? You're so, you're like moved on with life in such a place where you're just like, oh, I wasn't even checking my Facebook group for high school. I don't even know if they are doing one. Or you were such an asshole to everyone there that they didn't bother asking <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably both. Um, no, I think I was invited to one. So I graduated in 2020. Um, no way, really? <laughs> yeah, I just oh my got God. out of high school. I know, being <laughs> in high school during terrible. the pandemic was fucking crazy. It's been a long year and a half for a lot of us. <laughs> Oh, online classes? Are you kidding me? Mom, <laughs> where's my snack? My uh, friend is a teacher, and it sounded like maybe the worst year ever. It sounded fucking awful trying to get kids to stay eight hours into yeah. a webcam. Oh my God. So I think so that's brutal. And then the second part is just like there's so much like uncertainty from your higher up. So they're like, I guess we're going to do this forever. JK, we just changed our minds. You got to yeah. be ready tomorrow. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. We're going to go hybrid. And like, so parents are mad at you. Your administration isn't helping you. Kids are like, what the fuck is this even? I don't even understand what's going on. And you're like, I just signed up because I get summers off. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. so that's like the crazy I wanted to go to things. Italy. <laughs> right. Damn it. So I have, a, you know, I have a lot of friends who teach and it's just like, this sucks. And then you, I see it in other professions too, where it's just like, no one seems to really be caring about coming up with some sort of plan or protection against this in the future. They're just like, well, yeah. we're going to, we'll, we'll deal with this as it comes and then it'll never happen again. Right. And I'm just like losing my mind because like parents have to think, some parents have to think about childcare. You know what I mean? Some people have to think about if they left the city or something, do they have to come back for work? Do they have to find a new apartment? Like all this stuff. And then all their like superiors and higher ups are like, well, we'll we'll figure that we'll take this Wednesday by Wednesday or whatever. Yeah. Like that can't and be like, the plan here. And the schools, insane. it was like the biggest driving force for decision making. were just like people trying to keep contracts with the cafeteria, like the people that were the most invested in making procedures were all doing it for like shitty financial reasons so there wasn't like just to be like oh we got to keep the kids safe it's like no we're gonna go hybrid so we can get kids coming in and eating school lunches again because that's where we make our money and you're like this is dumb what the hell we need to get kids out of these schools that's interesting yeah i guess i haven't really heard much about that part but it does i mean yeah i guess that makes sense and you know as someone who would be a from time to time a double fucking school lunch guy yeah man school mm. lunch is slap we can't just let yeah. them go to waste okay we can't just <laughs> let that happen that's <laughs> double school lunches are why i am why i'm called a big man every day of my life now that's what happened <laughs> i never learned self-control and now people just are too comfortable with my body and i hate it it's disgusting yeah um, i do um i mean look i'm i go i go pudgy i'm always been a little pudgy and people People love talking about it. People love poking at it. People love pointing it out. It is weird. It is it is a bummer. Obsessed. Um, yeah. People yeah. Are obsessed with bodies. It's wild. You like and then but then it gets in my head too. Like you called me big dog when we first hopped on this. And I was like, do I have to kill my co-host now? Because I'll do it. I, I guess yeah. I'll kill him. And you're like, it wasn't even like a body thing. And I was like, it doesn't matter. You said big. Yeah. I know I'm big. Yeah, yeah. It hurts. Like because I just he's... I just watched Black Swan and I came up to you and I was like, hey, Black Swan, I'm just calling people Black Swan oh, now. And you're right. like, that's a, that's a weird way to start. Hello. Right. Which I'm like, <laughs> I I don't like any of this, but I definitely <laughs> hate how you're 
putting all of this on me. Um, here's what here's why here's what I've been thinking about lately. So um, this will just happen. It's New York, so everyone you can't just be like sir or man or whatever. Like people are just like, okay, boss, whatever you need, or like, all right, big boy. <laughs> yeah, like, you just say okay. It doesn't. There doesn't need to be any sort of you know pronoun or whatever the fuck attached to it so they all say this shit right um i hit peak big madness um where over the last couple weeks it's been guys bigger than me calling me big man which is a problem okay that means they're like trying to other me to feel better about like don't do that shit if you call me big man and you're bigger than me, I'm calling you fat bitch or something because like, we're not doing that. All right. What's up, so, bigger man? Right. Bigger man's probably funnier and less rude. Um, <laughs> I would pay so much money to just be like the third guy in that store. Like, whoa, what am I watching here? This is this got heated fast. You're like, oh, shit. You're two big men in the wild. You never get this. this <laughs> I saw a dude call a dude big man and it blew up the store. <laughs> but so I w- I've been traveling a little bit recently and um, we were on a flight, Delta flight. Shout out to Delta, our sponsor for the episode. Hi, um, I hope no, you liked your bailout, you fucking bitches. Yeah, um, Delta. Every, so every flight is so during the pandemic. Um, which we're still in, but I guess we're pretending is over. Um, but during the height of the pandemic, there was no middle seat in any Delta flight. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they were wow. one of the few airlines that was just like, hey, we're going to pretend to care about you while we still steal your money. Yeah, but because I rode one and it was like they packed the whole thing. When did you take it? Um, I'll say like mid pandemic, like it was summer. It was a Delta flight? Yeah. Hmm, Fuck, it might have been United because I just remember it was one of the big ones, and I was like, that's fucked up. And I went to JetBlue, and it was one person per row. Oh, that's like, crazy. That's fucking I think rad. JetBlue sucks, but really? I'm um, pro JetBlue. <laughs> <laughs> this is just an air, uh, an airline podcast now. <laughs> that's how you know we're really devolved and we don't need to exist anymore. Now we have opinions about right. airlines. We're fucked. <laughs> we're right. dead at all. Well, Jerry Seinfeld made a whole career off of it. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so. I think you were probably on a different flight because Delta was no middle seat for a long okay. time. All right. And that was like the, that was a key reason to take Delta. And I live next to LaGuardia. So it's like very close to me. Um, but we get on this plane. I, we fly to Minneapolis and we have to transfer from Minneapolis to Madison, Wisconsin. And the transfer flight is like a smaller flight. It's like a regional airplane or whatever. And um, you have to walk out of the tarmac to get into the flight. No, not it's not that regional. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> above that level of regional. Um, but this guy is on. So I'm finding my seat, and this big dude is in the middle. He's in the middle seat. I'm like, oh, look at this poor sap or whatever. Um, no, he's he's in the he's in the aisle seat, already strapped in. And I'm like, yeah, come on, how do you, you not doing? know yet? You this know other people. Are first, you just sprint to the plane and buckle down, strap me in. And he's and he's he's struggling. He's doing the fat man shuffle. I've been there before. We're like, is this belt gonna reach? Do I have to put it under my titties or like under my fupa? Like, what am I? Oh and I felt that whole. I felt that energy, but he's buckled in or whatever. And then like. I get in um, and uh, then there's like another lady or something. No, I think it might just be, it was two people. I'm sorry. There are a lot of flights. So I'm getting confused, but it was just us. It was just the Regular two of us. He was guy. outside. I was on the, I was on the window 
and, but like the seats were for whatever reason the seats were just like crammed as fuck and he was just like not having it he's like i can't believe they put the two biggest dudes next to each other on the plane i was like first off you don't talk about you you can be the biggest <laughs> dude on the plane if you want you don't bring little ben into this all right also, i love like in his head you buy an airline ticket they're like are you a big dude right <laughs> we gotta right. know where to put you big guy right so he does he says that and i'm already on edge because of that shit i'm like don't fucking talk about like we're not fucking dog you're don't talk about my body leave my <laughs> body describe out of your my body as soon as you see me yeah leave me alone i am sure i am a big man <laughs> fine but like you don't know we haven't seen everybody who's on this plane even hot people don't like don't like you immediately describing their body when you see them. right like if you go up to someone you're like oh look at legs over here they'll be like i will slap you you know what i mean i'm like, just trying to fly home please stop right so yeah treat fat people like hot people and don't look at us or whatever i don't know <laughs> i don't know Nailed um, but he so he's like you know we're sitting next to each other and it's not great and i'm like i'll make it work i don't know i'll just sleep and i'll be you got the middle seat there. open it's actually two seats he's outside i'm winning oh, that's how yeah. small the plane yeah. is right um and the seats are weirder than normal i don't know why but they're like the armrests, I don't think they adjusted. I think they went like just, they were like connected to the seat and there was no like wiggle room under the armrest. There's no open space. It was just like, there were slabs of plastic straight down. So there wasn't a lot of, I don't, I don't remember. I was in like such a anxious panic that I don't really remember yeah, what was happening. They really pinned you in there. Right. So he's like, do you think, he's like, we can't do this, right? Like one of us, he, he's like, you, there's got to be an open aisle that one of us can sit in or whatever. So he like calls over a flight attendant and he's like, miss, is there somewhere open that we could sit or something? And she's like, oh, she just looked the look she gave. She was just like, oh, again, like she had this because, you know, we're going from Minneapolis to Madison. So I'm sure she sees this shit all the time where it's just like two fat people being like, <laughs> hey, cheese is a big part of our lives and it's just not really going to work out for us it right keeps here the economy going right it's important and there there was an open aisle and then so he's like all right have fun like he he has me get up this was all his idea all this moving was him he wanted the wait he, he caused all wasn't the he aisle he's aisle yeah he made you get up still made me get up yes which that's is annoying illegal. That's criminal. <laughs> <laughs> but and then as I get up and like scurry past me, past him, put my fucking big black ass in his little white mouth. Um, his his mouth was small, <laughs> but his body was big. <laughs> uh, he, that's what he just said to him when he's like, "Hey, big guy," you're like, "Whoa, you got a little mouth." <laughs> yeah, what's going on, little white mouth? How you doing? Um, as I'm scurrying past him, he slaps me on the back no and is like huh, can't believe it or something i don't know i don't remember what he said because i was seeing red at that point he slaps me on the back is like all right you know and then i just like go into my open i, I get a full aisle to myself um yeah, you learned the it. Plane. yeah and i'm <laughs> sitting here and i'm like you fucking dumb idiot like this could have been you i'm laying here <laughs> I my toes are out, my dick's flopping around. My dick wasn't flopping around. I don't know why I said that. Um, but I was just like free. I was like swimming in this aisle, all because this guy was like self-conscious about it. Would have been an uncomfortable fit, but like if I'm him, if I bring up the idea of moving, I'm the one who's moving. I'm not yeah, making someone else 100%. move. hundred percent. Also, the aisle seat. If you're on the right. outside, why would you make someone drag themselves across you so but he I could touch you? He want he's like, <laughs> I've never touched one of you before. <laughs> <laughs> so he um 
And then I fucking I was trying to avoid this motherfucker like the plague when I got off the when I got off the plane. Oh no, but, but he I, wanted uh he wanted to cool down afterwards, like ah oh, hell of a flight, huh? We did it, buddy. Because <laughs> I moved my bag was where I was originally seated, oh. and then I was like ahead of it. So my girlfriend was like, I'll grab my bag, and I'm like, I don't want you to have to carry all the shit, so I'll wait for you on the thing leading up to the I don't know what it's called, the tunnel thing leading up Fuck. to the airport. I used to know that. Um, yeah, and then um air bridge <laughs> i don't know what it's called anyway but i you know we see this guy again and he just does another like shoulder slap and like yeah or whatever the fuck he's doing and then i see him again in the bathroom i'm so no. i'm just like i can't get away from this guy and i just wanted to be like was it worth it do you feel better <laughs> you got me out of your row and you touched uh, the black man twice today do you feel good about yourself jerry because that would have been still so... can't see your dick you loser <laughs> that would be so awesome because he spent the whole day thinking you guys were on the same team and you just pop off on him in the bathroom <laughs> that's what annoyed me the most i think it's like oh you think we're in this together i'm like not even close like i don't care my calves are probably better than yours you know i got this beard <laughs> i look great how dare you um think that we're together on this. just just the assumption of being like dragging me into it really just made me see red i was so upset um but so funny that you moved it's like that's my favorite part my favorite part is just how much shit right. you had to go through for him <laughs> i what i one thing i really hate about myself is like the internal rage i feel and how none of it gets exuded in those yeah. situations you're probably like, always okay. moved <laughs> right exactly he's he you know he's touching me he's rubbing my thighs spitting in my mouth and like slapping me in my asshole and i'm like okay all right sir whatever you need but inside i'm like i will spit most of you in the flames of hell you piece uh, of shit and uh I, he's it like, just dude. never comes out He's definitely the type of person too that if someone like will yelled at him for something he did, he would be like, "Wow, you got an attitude problem." Right. <laughs> like, he still somehow on you. He just doesn't listen to things addressing his personality. He'd do that, or he'd like puppy dog eye you and be like, "Oh, huh, huh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. I'm just a good old boy trying to have a good time, you know, or whatever. I'm afraid of the sky pirates or whatever." The fuck. <laughs> I'm on a cheese tour. I'm a six month cheese fucking tour. doink. Which reminds me, sorry, doink. I'm telling everybody, I'm fired up again. Should we uh, get into our podcast? I had a 20 minute story about getting moved on the airplane. I wanted to tell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It. All right, I, all right. I moved one seat back once and got free champagne for the rest of the flight. End of story. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was because you had a little wiener. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, you kind of have a too small of a dick to sit <laughs> in the exit row. We want to let this guy in so you can let his <laughs> yeah. hog breathe. Right. The exit like, rows for big dick real heroes. Uh, <laughs> do you want to move back and then uh, we'll just give you some champagne so you uh, shut up? My inner monologue was like, I helped America today. <laughs> I sure. did it. I let the big dog fly. I like that. I do like that for you. I really do. I love that my chair breaks right as we get going. Usually, I need a new chair. Hey, uh, all the all the people with the Good Place Burger Heroes Pod, if you work for a a chair company, send one over. We'll test it out for you. I'll do a review live on the pod. Yeah, it couldn't be worse than what the actual podcast is. I like that. <laughs> you hate this. You ready? You ready to rip into it, big dog? Let's let's oh, rip sorry. her up. Oh, sorry. Slap it on the back and <laughs> that was on purpose. Bitch. It is it is just the reflexes now. Welcome to Burn Your Heroes. 
I'm international pop sensation Albert Kirshner. Today we have with me Benjamin Katzner. I should wow. assume that some people are named Benedict. You really ben wanted to say it. You wanted to say big dog there so badly again, didn't you? <laughs> no, I felt not that it. time. <laughs> I'm a big old thick bitch all up in <laughs> your hip switch, Ben Katzner. What up, baby? That was cool. That was very yeah, I cool. Liked it. Um, uh, as always, we're a podcast where we take our heroes from history, media, people that we've loved growing up, and we find out why they're gray. We turn the lens on them and we say, hey, you suck. I love you, yeah. but you suck. Yeah, that's exactly what we're here for. We just talk about how everyone we love, you love, kind of sucks a little bit. And we talk about some other things. That's totally fine. Um, today, we are burning. Albert, let them know. Boom. Luke, baby dick, Skywalker. <laughs> Hero of the rebellion. Or, you know, if you're most other people in the solar system, a terrorist. Okay. Yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah you're going to have to deal with some Luke Skywalker as a terrorist takes on this <laughs> some, podcast. Some. Right? That's all I just, have. 90% just... of it. Okay. It's just ludicrous to be. It's we'll just crazy there. that America loves. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm like we'll already there. hot and bothered. <laughs> I love it. I love Star Wars. I grew up with it. I love it. There. Um, but I also I hate that. it. Okay. <laughs> Did you because this is one of those touchstone like uh, pop culture things where I'm like, I know. So you say you love it. I need to know what your relationship is with Star Wars, because you always have some like like kind of beautiful abstract shit where you're like, when my when my parents were gone, they would leave Star Wars on the television set and I would touch the screen and be like, I am a Jedi now or something. <laughs> What's your relationship with Star Wars and Let's narrow it down uh, to to Luke Skywalker specifically. Okay. Um. Well, you know, adopted came in at like six. I got a lot of like my early American culture from watching movies like VHS tapes, and it was just my older brother's taste. Whatever he was into, plus some classics. My parents, my mom was into, and I freaking he loved Star Wars. Uh, he had like mm -hmm. we had all in VHS. I watched the first three a bunch. Thought it was cool as hell. And then like didn't care about it for a while and then the uh whatchamacallit the new ones came out and i was young enough to like them and not care that much about jar jar being a weirdo mm -hmm. um but that was huge because legos once the new ones started coming out legos started coming out with a bunch of star wars legos and i was obsessed with legos so i had like you know i had some old ones from my brother which a little luke skywalker with his lightsaber he got he had one with a green one and was wearing all black mm -hmm. and then he had another one from hoth where he had the i think he was using blue back then and I was freaking playing. I mean, I'm fighting each other, which is crazy because he's fighting his future self, which is fun. But yeah, I liked it. It was just like part of the my childhood it was just Star Wars stuff was everywhere. Yeah, I was like no, these movies are dope as hell. I also hadn't watched any other sci-fi until. Okay, I do have a weird side story. So we got a. Uh, there's like this window front that always was a rotating business. And one of the businesses that failed was a video rental place. Mm -hmm. And I found out early on that like sci-fi movies had boobs. So I like started renting sci-fi movies and then just became obsessed with sci-fi. <laughs> wow. You're like, space is awesome, bro. <laughs> You're like, whoa, but forget these boobs. Put your shirt on. We're going to the universe. Your parents are like, our son is really, really involved in space travel lately. What's going on? And you're sitting there like, there's titty milk up there. You know yeah. that, right? Yeah, I'm watching Species. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. Species for yeah. Sex healing comes in, yeah, and then she yeah. kills and he's. I watched that when I was like fourteen. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, shit like that fucks me up. I gotta be honest. Like when it's like, ooh, sexy alien. I will. Yeah. So I'll always be. I mean, this never happens anymore, and it <laughs> rarely happened before. But like the idea of a woman coming on to me and being like, "Hey, daddy," or whatever, and me with like no context, we don't have any relationship. Like I would be like, 
the first thought in my head is, oh, yep. you're trying to impregnate me with your alien seed. Yeah, you're going to rip me apart. Yep. You're going to rip out my innards and put your alien. You're going to try to, you know, procreate and make your race stronger through my body. And I'm here for mm -hmm. it. I'm always like, yeah, <laughs> that's the best part. It's like, I see you, but I'm also yeah. on board. <laughs> if I'm not hunting before, all these dudes. yeah, if I'm not before you implant your eggs in me, we're good. This is a fair <laughs> transaction. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I also love that idea. Anytime, yeah. Anytime a woman is coming on to me, I'm I'm wary. Are you part of the Hungarian mob? Am I gonna wake up without kidneys? Why are you nice to me? You're like putting your hands all over, her and she's like, "Oh, you're touchy feel." You're like, "I'm looking for a zipper to make sure yeah. your skin is real." <laughs> well, you caress weirdo. Like, oh, I'm not. No, I'm hunting. Yeah, that's, that's not what this is at all. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, when I was a kid, it's crazy to think, and so we're gonna have this with Marvel movies too. But it's insane to think about how long Star Wars has been in like the lexicon, right? Yeah. Like, our, it wasn't current when I dove in. It was like the last generation's fun. Exactly. So like our parents grew up, you know, like watching these movies and maybe having Star Wars toys and shit like that. Like that blows my fucking dick off because as a kid, like, yeah, I watched all the movies like um my dad had like the the initial trilogy and like a vhs box set so i'd watch that and then like occasionally i think when they did like the re-release i would get the toys and like there were video games that came out like nintendo 64 and shit and i was all about this shit and i'm sitting here and i'm like i don't even know why i like this like this is just a thing that has been in my life and like i guess jedis are cool but i don't even know what else is cool like i hated luke throughout most of star wars until return of the jedi which is arguably one of the worst star wars movies so i don't even know what it was exactly that drew me to it other than like i am a big space guy i will yeah that i can I acknowledge sci-fi you know you're on the you're on the search for like space titty meat and i'm on the search for truth in the universe yeah sure i haven't changed it all since i was 14. <laughs> i'm still looking for those space you. titties <laughs> but you know we're both looking upwards to see if there's anything else out there you're just <laughs> hoping it's a you're hoping it's a bean with 16 yeah. nipples or whatever <laughs> please but um so it was like very early a part of like i don't know when you're kids i feel like even like let's say you you two kids have a stick like what are they doing? They're doing lightsabers. They're like, yeah. Well, they're sword fighting. And a big yeah. thing that's cool about Star Wars is they brought sword fighting to like a future world where you're like, wow, you can still sword fight. If it's made out of light, it can bounce right. the lasers back. And for some reason, the future lasers fly pretty slow. So you can like yeah. see them and swing back at them. Yeah. If you're going to rip off Kurosawa, you might as well at least make it look good. You know, so I get it. <laughs> rip off who? Uh, Akira Kurosawa. Right. That's a person. Seven Isn't Samurais it? guy. Oh, no, okay. Nothing. No, um, someone can tell me if that's right or wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's a real critique. Um, yeah, so it, it was always there for me. And I, I don't know. I guess I'd always had kind of a positive view of it. But as I get older and as they keep churning out more of this shit. Yeah. What was there? Like it. three trilogies now? There are nine Star Wars movies, <laughs> which is insane. And that's not even like the whole, I mean, technically, I mean, there's games that are part of the Star Wars canon, right? Mm -hmm. Like video games that you can play. That's one of my biggest beefs is like how they've managed the game licensing because it's there's a huge, the old days, LucasArts, the games are awesome. There's yes. a lot of variety, a bunch of weird, cool stuff. And then it's like EA owned them all. So now they kind of suck. Yeah. And then, so besides the games, there's like these comic books. There's like so many books. Did you read like a bunch books. of like novels? 
No, I never got into really? that shit, which is crazy because that's where all the cool shit was happening. Yeah. And yeah. then once I realized all the cool shit was happening there, they were like, well, actually, this isn't canon anymore. So well, because we uh, because Disney now owns all these properties, we're just giving you the bullshit. And you're like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> like a lame. This, this there was a is. great series on like Han and Leia's kids who were Jedi's. Yes, um, exactly. Yes. I read a bunch of those. I liked Again, yeah. uh, some of the info from today were like pulled from some of the books that I don't know, because like because Disney decides what's canon now, the other books that were like potent to people, does the community just decide, nah, actually, this is this is we like this enough that this is still part of the world. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know how the community feels because the community is annoying as fuck. So I don't really <laughs> like to talk to them uh, there. You know, there's like a very there's a very small cross section of Star Wars fan that I can deal with. And it's one that love star wars sure but also understands that the the real world exists and like doesn't have time to get caught up in a lot of like well in the graphic novels luke had dark hair for at least 16 months and in the movies it never happened you know like that type of shit yeah. you lose me all right I i'm just all love about the like i think we like star wars because it's nice to be the rebels for once and not always be the gloomy empire you know it's nice to take a vacation in space and be like wouldn't it be nice if we were the underdogs again Sure. rascals i mean now we can talk about it you think luke skywalker is a terrorist correct <laughs> i think the whole rebel organization is a terrorist look what makes the empire like evil and bad is like why how easily they would destroy a whole planet they like made that gun and they blew up leia's home planet and it was like a big deal and you're like these guys are evil right we're setting them up as the bad guys um but then like later on he just blows up like a planet they made and so now but you're still the good guys i don't know seems like uh it's pretty gray to me this is like uh this is like a junior year of college party argument where like someone's like actually <laughs> i think the rebel alliance are terror is like they're the taliban a metaphor for fucking <laughs> exactly it's the taliban and you're like i don't know maybe man i was just trying to get fingered tonight i don't know why you're making this such a big deal i gotta be honest listen you. buddy neither of us are getting fingered we're gonna dive into this instead <laughs> that's what i'm like at parties <laughs> i mean they are technically so i guess technically if you're looking from the viewpoint of uh the empire yes the rebels are terrorists sure. at the very least insurgents yeah but you have to be looking at that perspective of just like you agree with how the empire is running the universe right because and and then you're ignoring the fact that they did a um they did like a coup and a takeover of the universe as well right like, yeah so if you ignore history which you know people love to do in this country <laughs> um then sure they can be terrorists and luke is at the for a time is at the head of that terrorist snake i guess but like I uh I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree in the sense that he's like a bad guy or whatever. I, my my issues with Luke aren't like he caused 9/11 or whatever. Thousand civilians on the Death Star. Yeah, but that's what is that? I mean, how many civilians were on the planet the first Death Star blew up? You know what I mean? So then, you know, so like it's okay because they did it first. Well, you got to stop the thing. 250 civilians i mean i mean you gave einstein you gave einstein a fucking eight on this podcast because he you know created the idea for the nuclear bomb and like was felt bad about it so like 
I'm not surprised at this being your take, but I just don't, I don't understand what you would want from a movie where like, no, 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 the whole movie should be like the rebels are terrorists somehow and, <laughs> and Darth Vader crushing people's necks because they looked at him weird is like good. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it's about not good. Yeah, it's an empire. It's freaking gross and evil, but they're also right. just like the rebel scum, man. I mean, it's just wild because it's hard not to compare it to modern day. It's like I can't help that, you know. I see we are the empire in real life. We've got sleazy, gross, disgusting assholes in leadership, and we're conquering places that we have no business trying to conquer, and freaking getting furious at anyone who lives there who fights back, and they fight back in pretty fucked up ways sometimes. I don't know. I just can't. Yeah, but you would say that America is doing a bad thing in that situation, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By him being the terrorist, I'm not saying that the Empire is are the good guys. They're okay. just also bad guys. They're okay. both people fighting for power and are willing to do kind of whatever for it. Okay. Um, yeah, one thing I had was that I thought Luke Skywalker was a little bit whiny, but uh, <laughs> we can go on this path too. <laughs> just think that's there's that's gotta be like a guy who got a job like there's gotta be a janitor on there who had no idea what the death star was and he's like look they tell me to go here and clean this i go here and clean this i don't know what the fuck i'm in and then one day he just blows up he's like what the hell sure but you think at you think at the point after they blow up a star system or whatever he's like you know what i think i'm gonna put in my two weeks you know like <laughs> if you're still there after you obliterate a planet and billions of people I don't necessarily like what what's coming to you is coming to you. And I don't know what to tell you. So I uh, I'm half on board with your premise, but I will say Luke centric stuff. The first thing I remember thinking about him, that was like a negative thing. I was like, this guy's kind of a bitch. Like he's just a whiny, like the first thing you hear, you see of him is like his, um, I think his his uh, aunt or whatever is like calling him or something, and they're basically like, "Hey man, you can hang out with your friends, but you got to do your chores first. And he's just like, "But I want to go to the Dagobah sister or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> he wants to go somewhere with his friends, and they're just like, "Yeah, you can do that. Just do your chores first. You know, yeah. I see you. I you, I've noticed you've been just standing staring at the double suns for yeah. a while. <laughs> it's making which, you weird. <laughs> which is one bad for your eyes, but two, you know, it is like." A desert and we do have certain things we need to do to survive so if you could just yeah. help us out a little bit we're farming like mildew you have any idea how right. little dew there is in the morning right do you, like do you understand drinking water like we never wanted kids like we they're in their head they're like i can't even this little motherfucker because even. that's so for people who don't know the people you see in star wars a new hope that are I don't know if he calls him his parent. I don't think he calls him. He, I think it's Aunt, Uncle Owen and whatever. Yeah. But like they are there because his real parents are dead uh, through a very fucked up familial history. They're dead. Or They're just taking. They? they they fucking they just Obi-Wan Kenobi was like, hey, this is all you now. And that just gives them a fucking kid. And they have to be like okay hey, I you're guess... kind of related to that one guy here you go here's a lifelong right button. you know one of the worst people in the universe and uh the horrific way his wife died and like how everyone's probably going to be looking for this kid because this could yeah. be the, the turning point in the entire battle of good versus evil here you go here's hey, this uh, 
you seem pretty close to the family and you live very close to us also you're a capable fighter maybe you hold on to him for a bit right <laughs> also i will say parallels to harry potter real quick obi-wan drops luke off to these people doesn't give them any like credits or something so they can like move so they can buy something so they can live a little bit better they make him live under the space stairway he literally does what like poor people in rural communities do and they're like you know shit's not going well here maybe a baby will fix it (laughs) and just drops a baby on them which is one of the most fucked up things you can do to someone um but luke and luke not necessarily knowing i guess his family lineage lineage but knowing that you know these are this is his aunt and uncle is such a dick to them early on. I just can't stand it. I think that is like an important. I know, I know that's like what George Lucas wanted to be like, oh, he's just a kid who doesn't know about the ways of the universe. But it's he's like a little brat. You can still be an okay kid. You know, like I know a lot of farm kids who don't really whine about having to do chores. They would yeah. just do them and then they would just, you know, grow up to be alcoholics later. But that's a different <laughs> thing. My cousin's going to law school. He's doing great. And he was a great, yeah. he was a farm kid and he didn't really complain, I don't think. And we exactly. still got to play a bunch. That's a cool thing about farm work is it all starts so fucking early that you're yes. like ready to do stuff by like four. Exactly. Luke complained so much, like acting like being a farm kid wasn't cool. But like every farm kid I know fucking was playing with a bobcat, like a real yeah, bobcat, yeah, yeah. driving <laughs> tractors and heavy machinery <laughs> mm-hmm. by age 10. You know what I mean? So yeah. what are you really complaining stuff, about? Driving go-karts. It's fun on the farm, especially exactly. if you don't have to do the work exactly but also so, like they like throwing hay bales from a truck into the farm into the barn was like fun because then you build like you know castles and shit you can make exactly. farm labor a good time yeah it can be great and then you know occasionally people die doing it but it can be great i agree yeah. with that I but know. you know despite what you say about that early scene he got his comeuppance for that i feel like he got all the guilt he could ever need for that pretty quickly yeah his <laughs> they do to a that. crisp the empire does destroy his life for sure what it's i don't so know funny because what... like obi-wan that's i just thought of that today. the obi-wan was like 10 feet away the whole time like he was there he was in that desert right they went and found him and he's like also fought the empire before he knows they're coming he's right. the most capable person to defend luke and he's like hey you guys are unarmed farmers you want to you want to hold on to this target on your back for me real quick right and he does nothing because he knows luke's kind of a little brat he's like luke's gonna have to grow up and the best way for that to happen is for his whole family to die in front of him i don't wipe babies sorry you guys take it (laughs) sorry about that um yeah luke and so luke is supposed to have a lot of character development right he's supposed to start out as this whiny kid and then he goes through his um sisyphusian struggle or whatever hercules journey hero's journey whatever you want to call it i just threw a bunch of words together um and then he's supposed to like come out on the other end of being this wise, all knowing Jedi and all this shit. Uh, and the reality is like, he is one of the most boring characters in the series. <laughs> I love the new three movies where he's just hiding. <laughs> yeah. He really is straight up. The whole, the see... whole, his whole arc is like, Hey, we need your help. And I don't want to. <laughs> right. I don't can't. I don't want to. I don't even think he shows up in the first. Yeah. The first movie, he doesn't even show. Well, the very end, I think he shows up and it's literally just like the plot point with Luke Skywalker in the first movie of the new trilogy is like, where the fuck is he? This is supposed to be our guy. And he left us and we don't know that. And then, you know, he's on some sort of ocean journey. He's like a 
he's like a 50 year old divorcee where he's like i'm just gonna go to an island and find myself or whatever the <laughs> fuck and then and like why are you doing this myself. like because it was hard and like when has this been easy this started right. with your aunt and uncle getting burned to a crisp you thought this was just gonna be a chill ride ever yeah you're, yeah you're like, mostly oh. people be, you like dying that's what this is gonna be oh the lifetime struggle versus of good versus evil is hard for you luke you think it's gonna be tough I'm like yeah buddy you're the fulcrum of this whole thing we kind of <laughs> need you to be part of this pick a side even if you're against us just pick a fucking side so we can get hop these movies in, over with there's only like five jedis left please hop on in there's like two um and he's just i just all so much of his growth is like just bad and this this isn't really this is more of a george lucas thing i think than a star than a luke skywalker thing because you know Mark Hamill's just doing what's on the page. It just so happens that what's on the page is space opera bullshit and doesn't make any sense. And uh, we're just taught to live with that. You know, we we put up with like the story being too much and weird in places because we're like, hey, space laser swords, um, you know, the force rebel alliance this is kind of cool shit we like these three ideas so we'll mm -hmm. put up with the the horrible webbing that holds them together which is george lucas trying to tell a story not being a good storyteller but that's been the power of it the whole time like i like star trek i like um arrival i like sci-fi that's really based in science and mostly boring i love that sure. but what he did with practical effects and aesthetics it just made it look cool right like he makes dumb stuff look very cool and the, the, that's been the power of the movies even in uh even in the prequels that everyone hated yeah there's like some annoying characters but a lot of the stuff looked really neat you know the yeah cities, the freaking costumes the shit <coughs> it all looked badass they sounded cool that was like a big strength of it but yeah the story is almost exactly the same every single movie is that there's a ragtag group and everything looks hopeless and then they have to keep telling reminding each other to find some hope and then they find some hope and then they like survive a little longer and that's just every few years that's what the rebels have to do which is remember <laughs> to have hope and then they're fine and it's the only lesson learned in every movie and for some reason as time goes on luke just like forgets and she's like yeah. i've actually ran out of hope so i'm gonna go hide now and i like, love the, the idea of we've them been talking about I love the idea of them having this big strategy meeting. Everyone's together and they're like, well, what are we going to do now? Our backs are against the wall. You know, we've lost so much. Can we push forward? And like some general just being like, you know what we're going to do, Commander? We're going to don't stop believing. And then just, <laughs> like, just playing, playing the journey song. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> and that guy just being like, that's our strategy. I will throw myself into space right now. You just want to yeah. have faith. That's the entire thing. Yeah. They keep winning because they want it more or they keep surviving because right. they want it more because the people they're fighting are just like well-paid. Like they're not invested. No, none of the stormtroopers are like invested in their job. They're just like, yeah, this is what we go here. We shoot this. That's the day we get paid. Right. And then yeah, they're it's like, like, we have to kill all these stormtroopers or we're dead forever. Right. Like Occupy Wall Street could have never would have never happened if it was started by middle managers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so that you're exactly right. It has to be the people in the lowest rungs of society who are outcast and thrown aside where everybody else is like, yeah, I mean, this is bad. But if I save up a little money, I could retire in 15 years. Listen, and... if you work for the Empire and you're not like near the higher power structures with all the volatile, insane Sith people walking around, you probably have a fine enough life. 
Right. Yeah, you might have to step on some necks and do some questionable moral thing every once in a while if you're like running a mining operation on a planet, but you're pretty much fine. You know, you get a home, you get food, your family's probably taken care of or working in a camp somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see like behind the scenes, boring empire, low level guys. Like, what's their life like when they're not just like holding guns and being like, come on, move along? <laughs> no, that's like the only thing you really see him do it's just like ushering prisoners along that's true <laughs> hanging out walter how was work oh i had to usher so many prisoners to their death <laughs> it really sucked like is an empire controlled planet chill no you think they're cool to themselves about? like if it's no. a pre predominantly empire people none of those people... planets are chill <laughs> they've controlled that is like the big the big thing about the empire is they are notoriously not chill <laughs> that's like their whole thing but if you're like with them and you're on board and you're like very pro empire is your planet chill you know if they don't have to like if they don't if, if they trust you like you guys have been pumping out the best stormtroopers we fucking love you your great work here's the starbucks or something maybe yeah maybe there's a starbucks that they all hang out like in my head like are the empire citizens walking around like man our life is good the empire is a good thing why are these pesky people causing a ruckus no, I don't think they're like that. I think I feel like the if general, you... the general right. aspect is that they're not like that. I did think that would have been, I think that was a missed opportunity. This is like, we're getting a little far away from the point, but I'll say this real quick. I do think that was a missed opp opportunity in the new trilogy of like, um, they, the rebels took down the empire. So the empire is bad. Right. But I think take, they did keep order in the galaxy. Right. So I think, it would have been a very interesting thing to have the people you're talking about kind of be like, hey, man, somewhere, hey, man, fuck the rebels. They took away our stability. They blew all this. They blew the ship up. They blew all these people up. They killed all these people and they didn't replace it with anything. They just created a vacuum. And now it's actual chaos. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. As that's fuck. a very cool thing. They decided to be like, what if we do the same three movies over <laughs> again, again? again with different people? But because I think if you're like super disconnected from the conflict, then you only see what's bad for your life, which is what's bad for the empire, right? Because you sure. have no idea who these rebels are. You're not connected to their planets or their lives and their sufferings. So you're like, why are these upstarts bothering our lives? I'm just trying to build Starbucks everywhere. That's my big goal. <laughs> right. Put a Starbucks on every fucking planet. I um, and I think that's, but that kind of. I, I there might be some of that sentiment in the books and stuff, which is a thing I I have a complaint about Luke for is all the coolest shit about Luke Skywalker in nine movies happens outside of the movies. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me about that. That's all, all of his best adventures, all of his greatest <laughs> you know fights, and he finds love. He has family. He has a family. He's slinging that little lightsaber around. You, Lightsaber? I don't like that. Lightsaber around. And um, none of that shit is picked up in the movies at all. Nine movies. This motherfucker isn't doing anything, really. Like, he's he's gets his hand cut off. He finds out who his dad is. And he gets pretty possessive over a woman he just met. Yeah. Um, but, but then, like, all the other shit is happening uh, outside of the movies, which I think is insane. That doesn't make any sense to me at all as far as a character is like character development is concerned like it's just like a guy who gets transported from one place to another and at one point destroys a giant installation and then goes and hides on an island if if you can't fit in some cool luke skywalker shit 
in nine movies. We could even take out the prequels because they're not about him. So six movies. I got to be honest with you. Your franchise stinks a little bit. <laughs> Let's see. He hid. Um, well, he went to a swamp and hid. Um, right. He went to an ice cave and hid. Um, and then he <laughs> ended up going to an island and hiding. He had a hell of a journey in Star Wars. <laughs> By the time the new prequel or the new uh, movies come out, he's supposed to be one of the most feared but like the way that like people would be like oh darth vader's coming watch out which the same the same critique could be said about darth vader a lot of the cool shit he does is actually outside of the films right but luke is supposed to have that reputation where it's like oh my like a jedi is supposed to be like a nuclear warhead where it's like if you drop a jedi into a situation it's gonna blow everything up they're supposed to be volatile and like amazing like just incredible shit yeah. and like how jedis are in video games exactly oh, you how can jedis, really take some stuff down how jedis are in video games how jedis are in the clone wars series which is about anakin skywalker and obi-wan kenobi i watched a little bit of that those are pretty cool clone i like the animating fucking, side note side pod clone wars fucking slaps and rebel alliance uh fuck there's another one it's like rebel something maybe rebel alliance or something is awesome and if you're into star wars at all you should absolutely watch it because they so are amazing clone wars is clones versus droids right uh yeah there's like three parts it's it, it's it's clones versus droids it's like what's going on with the jedis mm -hmm. and then it's like um you learn more about like the actual stormtroopers and stuff before okay. the stormtroopers are stormtroopers you realize like what they were um and it's it's really good i would honestly argue that people should watch that more than they should watch some of these movies because they do a good job of like filling in the lore and also showing you why these characters should matter and like why people are afraid or why people are um why they have hope when they hear like oh obi-wan kenobi's coming and like yeah. why do they give a shit right yeah whereas i'm watching these movies and someone's like luke skywalker will save us and then he does like a little sky dance and fucking r2d2 throws him a lightsaber and i'm like this is the guy you're waiting for <laughs> oh he's different because he's dressed in all black now we yeah. all went through an emo phase it didn't it make looks stronger cooler, though it looks so cool he did look cool as people did that in, in high school once i started going to emo shows i'm showing up wearing band shirts people did like watch out albert's coming he'll save the day he'll have a weird beard as a teen <laughs> look at right. him go did you have a weird beard oh yeah what did uh, you do with it what really did it was I didn't trim it at all, but I shaved the mustache. So I just looked like an Amish guy, like a crazy Amish guy. But I was 16 also. So I was a young, crazy Amish guy. Like, why don't girls like me? <laughs> like, dude, you look scary. You look very scary. Yeah. I um But that's okay, but I will say that one of the wonders of Star Star Wars is because the the like it's so fucking big that a bunch of other people get to take chances at telling the story. Like the movies can be incredibly disappointing, but like you said, boom, we have this animated show. That's really good. There's a star Wars MMO where the story content is fucking incredible. And you play a little bit of this game and then you get to like unlock a cinematic and the cinematic is awesome. There's some really cool story stuff. That's like all these other characters that aren't even involved in the movies. So there's like a lot of avenues for really cool storytelling within this giant franchise, which I think is neat. And yet they fail almost every time. Um, <laughs> they're very bad at telling. It's wild. They're, the video games probably have the best storytelling um, out of all of it. And like now I'm sitting here, I'm like, we're 30 years. No, we're more than that. We're like 40 years deep. When did Star Wars come out? At 75, least. 79. Um, 
Jesus Christ. So we're like deep into this shit, right? And I'm still like, the best Star Wars movie is still like, I don't know, like a, a B plus maybe. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I mean, its That's strengths are still pretty similar, right? The early ones, their strengths were like he like revolutionized practical effects in a way that sure. was like a mind fuck to watch, and very much like the Matrix, like oh wow, you guys found a new, really cool ways to show action, um, and that's like kind of what's still cool about them is they look good as hell. But we also live in a time where like okay, but there's been 10 million sci-fi movies that also look very cool this year that we all ignored, right? We didn't, we didn't care at all. <laughs> like you, you no longer have that lead around in people, so now you just have, have the stories, and the stories for the movies are like pretty. Like one of the things from the the game I like, I think Star Wars Old Republic is the MMO. It's like the Sith guy who gets these two twin sons. Yes, this is and a, it's this one of the great. coolest fucking. Wait, stories. what does MMO mean? You keep I don't uh, know, it's, style, it's like massively multiplayer online games. Like yes, the, yes, what yes. World of Warcraft is, where gotcha. it's like everyone is playing on one thing at the same time. Yes, running around bumping into each other. And the Star Wars game is pretty much just World of Warcraft reskinned to look like Star Wars, and it's like playable, right? It's just like fine just playable mm -hmm. enough to find it not be annoying but the story elements of that and the cinematics like those brothers trying yes. to win over his love and they're fucking attacking each other it's so freaking cool yeah there are there are great trailers on youtube um you can i think it's star wars the old republic or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you can look up and you're you'll you'll watch these and be like yo where the fuck is this shit where been? is that movie just glue this together and sell it in the theater i'll go i think i think my biggest problem is that especially with the original um the original trilogy right i think it was sold to us as like okay look at these heroes on their epic journey or whatever and like it's luke it's leia it's han solo you can pick who you are in this whole thing whatever i don't think that's where they i know and i don't think george lucas thought this either i thought they should have started with the prequels like and like it this is a story about I'll, I'll take that this is a story about Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker or his lineage or whatever. So like over time, what that means, but it is definitely not a Luke Skywalker story <laughs> and you're forcing Luke Skywalker on me and this motherfucker sucks to me. He really does suck. And like he sucks so much that you can't even fit the cool stuff. Like I said before into the movies that I'm paying, you know, $15 a, a pop to watch that like i have to do extra reading to be like no 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 luke is actually cool don't don't worry about what he's doing here on you know in dagobah or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck. um that that does that does bother me well, i mean like, luke's only cool feature is that he just happened to be a jedi whereas like he's surrounded by people like han solo who or like boba fett who despite not being jedis not being riddled with the force have still become like cool interesting people or just like in the shit of it, you know? Yeah, he's, I he should be cooler though. His dad was the biggest badass on in the fucking universe. Yeah, but his dad was a weird little whiny baby for most of it too. Pretty much yes. until he became Darth Vader, he was still, right. He was the same whiny like that is in his blood is to be just a petulant little baby. Right. And as but, he's fucking burning his face off, he's like, ah, ah I didn't want any <laughs> of this. I want to go home. Yeah, his dad's a bitch too, but like he's a cool bitch, man. And when your cool bitch dad starts doing cool bitch dad yeah. stuff, like you better, you gotta, it should push you one way or the other. I feel we like we need to burn him. We need to literally set him on fire. So he, like, uh -huh. all right, well, now that my face is gone, I can be who I really want to be. And that's a bad person. <laughs> I love that. A bad person just... with a very high power job.
I just, uh, I think Luke is a little toothless is all I'm saying. I don't know. Um, do you have any other thoughts on it? Or Yeah, pretty I... toothless. But other than that, he did fucking kill the most people out of any rebel <laughs> at once. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. I don't know if he killed the most people. He, he is a top three killer probably on that show. I think you'd have to go Emperor. Uh, you'd have to go Palpatine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because just all that stuff dumping comes planets, from the top down, mm -hmm. and then yeah. maybe... dumping planets just to spite people—that's crazy. Um, then it's either like Darth Vader, Darth Vader, or um, what's like Tark, Tarkin, whatever the guy's name, the the Imperial soldier guy. I yeah, can't yeah. remember his name. Um, they're probably tied for two. Not and Luke is probably top three. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the uh he definitely has the most kills on the rebel side. For sure, which like, you know. He's got 250k tattooed on his chest. But even that should be that's funny. That should be that should be an intro. He should have to be like where's the weight of that? He Yeah. He that would have been something cuz it's like yeah, you do need to destroy it. This thing kills planets, but it's also riddled with like well, sure, 1.7 million Empire soldiers, but 250k people who are just they, like the Empire probably forced to go there, go there and do jobs. Like in the new movies, Finn is like a stormtrooper who like gets out of it, right? And he refuses to shoot somebody or something, and he's he's shaken by the idea of war and all this stuff, and he's like, "Who am I? Can't am I this person?" When he, really he got you know he got drafted or whatever into this army this military conglomerate thing that he, he had no control over it they just like scooped him up and made him this thing and he he wrestles with that a lot luke kills millions of people and never once is he like did i fuck up there that's crazy did i yeah and then what he like he failed like why did he go to the island in the new movies i forgot why is he there like why is he punishing himself and just hiding in this thing because oh this is actually an important thing to talk about probably we're gonna talk about why he sucks so his job was he was supposed to be like a teacher because all the jedis died yeah he was supposed to like lead this new group of jedis he started a school um ben solo goes to the school with him and um he so he brought them all i don't know if he brought them to that island or somewhere else but like Basically, he feels Ben Solo getting drawn into, which is Han Solo and Princess Leia's son, getting drawn into the dark side, right? So one night he's like, shit, I might have to kill this kid, <laughs> which is just like, not what I would call great teaching strategy. <laughs> oh, I've, got, I've been bad at teaching this guy. I got to put him down. <laughs> I would say, I would say maybe call his parents first. Maybe start there. The teacher, there's like a guy in your classroom, and the teacher's teaching, and you like fuck up a question. He just looks at the guy and goes, <laughs> "He's a lost cause." Throw like, him in the dumpster. I don't know a teacher in the planet, or uh, yeah, in our on our planet, who would be like, "Well, Curtis is screwing up again. I guess I'll kill him in his sleep." You know, like that's not a normal thought process. So Curtis, you don't figure out how to read, man. You're lucky they don't let us have guns yet. Right. <laughs> We're coming. It's, so that was his teaching strategy, which I would argue was poor, right? <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I think there's an argument there. So after he almost kills his nephew, he's like, maybe this teaching life isn't maybe I should just maybe I should go down to being a sub, you know. Maybe I should just come <laughs> in once every couple of weeks. Let's be the fun drunk guy who shows up and watches a movie. Right. And he so he just like 
Ben Solo like destroys the place and I think kills all of those other students. And then um, that is Luke's number one. There is a written path to becoming a Sith guy. And yeah. that is try to become a Jedi and then kill a bunch of Jedi kids. Boom. Sure. You're in. You're a Sith guy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a Sith Lord. Did you kill any tweens? Oh, the whole bag of them. Like, welcome, buddy. Welcome to the club. We love that for you. <laughs> Thank you for doing what you did. You're going to be great in here. Uh, yeah. So that's why that, he was on the island. It's funny that that sent him to the island, but like the casually murdering like thousands and millions of people was just like, eh. Yeah, it's yeah. just a day in the life, man. I'm a rebel. Yeah, you definitely care more Rascal. about it than he did. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% oh sure. Um, do you think... So, well, what's first... Do you have a scale for this at all? Did you ever... Oh, fuck, I did. I had a fun one I was working on. Oh, it was just like Jobs for the Empire. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so like a, a one, things are going well. You're on whatever... You're like the first planet that had the empire like that the empire rose from right you're in the empire home planet whatever that may be the conflict is infinitely far away from you your life is just like waking up going to get you know your coffee and then going to work having a nice day shutting off the news because all this bummer stuff about rebel violence somewhere and just playing some games and then going to bed just living a chill day a 10 is you just got a new assignment you get to travel which you got into this to see the universe right you will got into join the empire you want to go see some stuff you're just a chef but you cook the fuck out of some space spaghetti so they send you to the death star the day before luke shows up like i did it i made it i just moved my family here we are gonna build a life on this fake planet i got food there's hungry soldiers we're gonna do it boom everyone's gone okay banished <laughs> where do you think luke skywalker fits on this? i want to come in hard at the terrorism thing i do yeah, but I it's just like for you. you know the empire is is not great it's not great i think the you know they have like all this consolidated power and they can delete planets at will and that's horrifying um but also the power vacuum caused from toppling them is also going to kill just as many people it's also going to be fucking horrifying and bad but luke is just like incredibly mediocre so i'm gonna go with a four i just i mean you really threw me you've talked about how all many over. people he killed so much that i thought for sure he'd be <laughs> he's gonna go like nine or something a seven or seven or above 100 percent. i mean he killed I think more people than uh than Einstein did. <laughs> sure. Um I think that he I think that he is a uh Oh god, you went solo cuz 4 is probably where I would go, but you went solo that I'm like shook cuz I don't agree with 95% of your <laughs> your points about Luke Skywalker, so I don't really know how to feel here. Um He's a, I mean, he's a bad teacher. He's an annoying. Well, nephew. I have a question before you give this. How many people does he have to kill before he's no longer the good guy? Like, cool, we toppled the empire. I killed 7 billion people to do it. Am I, is this good? Do we do something worthwhile? Yeah, but you're acting like they're all, you're saying this. I can't believe we're having this argument, but I'm, you're saying this as if. Like, do Star Wars. You're saying this as if, you know blowing up the death star was just like oh he just blew it up to prove a point if you don't blow up the death star then it's going to continue decimating planets and you know like insinuating carnage throughout the universe so like you have to do that and again there are people who are on this thing most of the people who are there know their 
they might believe they're doing the right thing, but they also know that that means they're going to be destroying other planets and they're okay with that. So like, if you, if you concede that they are in a war between the empire and the rebels, then, you know, in a war people die. Right. And I would argue that Luke's purpose is instead is trying to stop a group of people from destroying innocent people. Right. Whereas the empire's thing is like, our purpose is for, we, we will destroy uh, innocent people for power. So I don't really have a problem with what Luke did. But I those people dying, I mean, that new guy, the stormtrooper, right? Who broke out of being a stormtrooper. That's just a ball full of those dudes, right? Because he didn't choose to be a stormtrooper. He got like Shanghai into being it. Yeah, but he also left. So he did leave. He did leave. have choices. You're right. I would argue. It's harder to leave a Death Star than it is a planet you can walk away from. But sure. <laughs> sure. Right. Fine. I guess I would argue, look, not as like, oh, he, he's the devil here. But I would say it seemed, I don't know, it just seemed to make more sense to do like covert operations where you sabotage it from the inside rather than just like showing up and killing everyone there. Okay. I mean, I would argue that I don't know if I care anymore. I so <laughs> I think that's fine. Um, I will give him... I'm right with you because four is what I was going to say, but I don't know how you feel, how you feel, but you're also at a four. So I don't understand it, but that's, I think he's a four. I think, you know, he's done something. I just think he's annoying more than, I think he's a, I think he's boring and annoying. And I would like to know, there were other characters that I have seen since the original Star Wars that like appeal to me more. And like, I don't know. It just feels like, this it's uh it's that uh Black Panther meme of like this is your king like that's how I feel about Luke Skywalker where I'm just like this is the guy that we all rallied around as kids we're like oh my god he's the ultimate Jedi it's like Yoda's cooler than this motherfucker Yoda's lived a life Yoda's like you know fought in some battles and slanged a little green dangle around I like that you know Luke's just I don't know just drinking weird alien milk and. He did a shit. very similar thing though. Now I'm thinking about it as Luke, right? He just like went and fled and hid in the swamp after things went bad for him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Just, I don't remember why. There, there's like a reason. There's, there's an actual reason for Yoda to be there, but that's neither here nor there. Do you think Luke can do anything to redeem himself, or are you like he killed? You seem very stuck on the Death Star thing. My so other thing is like, okay, like, the rebels win um cool good it just like hopefully that transfer of power doesn't get a fuck ton more people killed or not transfer of power because i guess like what's the what's the goal of the rebels other than this like kill empire control right is it to like have a i don't know i don't have like we don't have to do this but like what is the goal of the rebels other than just stopping the empire from being the empire i think it's to bring democracy back to the universe as okay it was pre so we're like so it is still like everyone being on the same page then everyone's still kind of building like not an empire but like a collective yeah it just probably feels like it would be nice to live in a galaxy where your planet couldn't just be blown up without any for no indiscretion at all but i don't know maybe i'm just like a <laughs> Yeah, well, like after we Maybe argued about it the first time in my head, I was like thinking about like, oh, they are just Nazis. <laughs> they're kind of just fucking a hundred percent just Nazi. And that's who you're like. I don't know. It just feels it feels bad that some of these Nazis had to die. You know, that's why it's wild that you feel that way. Um, I think uh, just to redeem himself, I literally, I just it just be like one more movie. No, oh, please no. 
just the cool shit that Luke was doing off screen. Just give me that. Not even a movie. Just make it like a cartoon or something. Give me a half hour cartoon Luke stories, okay? And then I'll leave you alone forever. I'll never talk shit about you on a podcast. <laughs> I'll never think about you again. I'll be like, oh, this is cool. Yo, they brought him. Uh, he he does come back and some other shit. And like, uh, they they captured the essence of what I think he should have been. He was like a badass in it. Um, but you know, that's it. Um, should we end this podcast before I end my life? How do you feel? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Um, if anyone wants to write in, if anyone, uh, please write in. I want to hear from you. We should have, we'll talk offline about this. If you think we should have like, if you're listening, if you think we should have like an Instagram or Twitter or whatever, let us know. Cause I think we're both kind of anti that, but if the people want it, we'll give you one. And I got I got spare Twitter accounts just hanging around. So if anybody wants one, um, we're giving also, out free Twitter accounts. Hey. You, can, <laughs> you can you can find us. You can email us at Burn Your Heroes Pod, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> Burn Your Heroes Pod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think. I checked it today. Haven't had a new email in a while, and I want one. I want a new email from somebody, um, especially if you've never sent one before. I want to hear it from you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner. And every Tuesday, uh, I am hosting a comedy show here in New York uh, called Airplane Mode with my pals. And uh, we stream it live. So if anybody wants to see me do some stand up, you can, and you live in Toledo, oh, baby bird, do I got that little worm for you. Okay. Um, and you can watch, it's in Brooklyn. So if you live in New York, you can come see it. Albert, where can people find you? As always, you can find me at Hot Young Albert on Instagram and Twitter, and every Tuesday or every Saturday at uh, Phil's, a bar in Bushwick. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.